0: Welcome to the Smart Tech Check Podcast, hosted by Mark Vina. your home for candid, insightful, and provocative conversations about the smart home, home
1: automation, security,
0: smartphones, PC and console gaming, and much more.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Vina, host of the Smart Tech Check Podcast. Today is Saturday, September 9th, 2023. The City of Trade Show underscores the pivotal role of smart homes in the modern world. As technology continues to shape our lives, the integration of smart devices and systems within homes has become paramount. Cedia showcases the latest innovations, fostering a collaborative platform for industry experts to exchange ideas and advance home automation. It highlights how smart home homes enhance convenience, security, and sustainability, shaping the future of residential living. To discuss the event's importance, I'm joined by Paul Williams. Chief Product Officer at Nice from the Show forum. Paul. Good morning, and welcome to the podcast. How are you?
0: Good morning, Mark. I'm doing fantastic. It's been a busy show. Thank you for having me on this
1: podcast. No, glad to have you on. This is a, you know CDA is such an incredibly important show. Um, it it probably doesn't have the visibility that uh, uh, that CES has, which which is a big big show or IFA, which I was just at last week in Berlin. But it's such a pivotal show because the smart home is such an incredibly important category and uh, I'm so pleased to get you on to get some of your spare time in a very busy show like this kind of walk uh, people through Cedia and really more importantly you know how NICE is really changing the face of the smart home from a, from a user standpoint so let me bring a, a few slides of kind of the, gu- the guide the conversation so first of all for those people who don't know you and I'm sure there's a few people on the planet that don't know you uh, talk to talk to me about uh, NICE and your role at Nice. So I'm the chief product officer here at NICE
0: on North America. And what I do is I head up all of the product vision, direction, roadmaps uh, for where we're headed with the product direction for all of our product sets. So across the smart home, across the uh, blinds and shades, across uh, the garage door operators and, and gate operators for a full host of solutions. We really have this cohesive home management solution, which is a nice home management solution.
1: Now, let's talk a little bit about your background because, you know, you are, you know, you've had a lot of smart home experience in your career. So let me talk for about a few seconds about your prior roles. Okay.
0: Yeah, so um, I've spent the last 20 years in and around the, the smart home. That's been my life. It's it's my passion. It's what drives me. Uh, before joining NICE about a year and a half ago, I was at Savant. Uh, previously before that G lighting G lighting was acquired by Samant and then for uh, 15 years prior to that with uh, control 4 was one yeah. of the uh, first employees there of i think of number 15 or 16 employee number 15 or 16 so very early days and for the listeners that, that may not know uh, control 4 was one of the foundational kind of companies that really took uh, while smart home had been around for a long time really took it into more more mainstream more capability more more of the uh, open than uh, smart home is today. So.
1: Well, you're exactly the right guy for us to talk to about the smart home. So let, let's uh, let's jump into a few topics here. So broadly, you know, when you look at it from a smart home technology standpoint, let's you know kind of drill down a bit on how smart home technologies and there's a lot of them are enhancing the quality of life, comfort, and convenience. Now there's a lot of other kind of stuff baked into there, but these are the kind of things that really kind of get you know homeowners. And consumers excited. So let's talk a little bit about that for a few moments, if you don't mind. Yeah, you
0: bet. I, this this harkens back to the why part of it, and I think one of the things that that uh, consumers have had a hard time understanding, and unfortunately, a lot of the marketing that was done by companies um, early on was all about the smart home, and it made it look like hey, this is just a this is just a gimmicky thing that you're going to put in your house, and it's some gimmick. It's not going to return any real value to you, and it's only for techies. Only techies are going to be interested in this. It's the only thing that they're going to be that's going to make it run. But really, as you start to communicate the why parts of what is important about it, and the way that I look at, at the connected and smart home is is this way. If we can give a busy family 15 more extra minutes in their day by, by taking some of these mundane tasks away, by taking some of the things that are either complicated or take time, if we can reduce that. And give them 15 more extra minutes a day. I don't, I can't think of any family anywhere in the world that wouldn't want 15 more minutes of just time with each other to spend there. If we can make a family feel more safe and secure in their own home, and, and honestly, should you feel more safe and secure in your home? I, I believe everyone would, would say a resounding yes. If we can make you feel more safe and secure with through that technology, and if we can really do some things to reduce your carbon footprint and your energy consumption, we can also make it economical at the same time, too. And those are those are three big selling points that often get overlooked in the smart home. But those are the things that really drive it home for me. And what I do, and as I drive our teams to what we're looking for, is how can we improve our customers' lives? And whether that improvement is, I want to make sure that lights are on in the rooms that I want them on, whether I want to make it comfortable for my family and myself, uh, or the big ones, like I mentioned, whether I want to make sure it's safe and secure so if there are any threats that are in and around the home, that I'm getting notified, that I'm getting enough notice, that anybody else may be getting noticed, police, other forces that are out there to be able to help me, uh, to be able to keep my family, my possessions, my home safe. Uh, those are all things that we work on on a daily basis. That, and that's really the essence of Smart Home. Um, once again, I think too early on, this, this industry, well, not this industry, but I would say marketing was focused on the, on the gimmicky parts of it. Yeah, that's great. From an app, I can control my home and and consumers go, well, that's great. I've, I've lived in my home for 20 years and it works fine today. I don't need an app for me to be able to live fine in my home tomorrow. But when you start to expose the things like never coming home to a dark home again, making sure that you have easy ways to say, you know what? I don't want to go rock, walk around my home and take the better homes and gardens tour of my home every night and turn all the lights off and the TVs that got left on. If I can, if I can hit a single button or have a single tap on a touchscreen, or even say a single command to have all that stuff happen without having to take that walk around the home, that's that just, it's convenience. It just simplifies consumers' life.
1: Well, and, and truth be told, if you flash back about 10 or 15 years, you know, you know the smart home is a relatively new moniker for the category. Um, it was home automation. If you flash back to the early 2000s, late 90s, it was, you know, it had a lot of George Jetson promise to it and a lot of flash. Uh, but it wasn't particularly easy to do, to do you, know, and, and, no. you know. And now with, um, you know, smart home assistants like Alexa or Google Assistant, you know, um, and the fact that most homes today have 10, 15, 20, 25 um, devices in their home that are connected in some way. Now it's becoming a lot easier. Now the integration part, of course, and I want to talk a little bit about, we'll talk a little bit about that during the podcast in terms of um, nice value add. There still is an immigration aspect. Sometimes it's a bit challenging, and and that's one of Nice's, I think, real um, compelling value proposition attributes. Because you know, you do have a strong relationship with dealers. You have a strong relationship with dealers, which are really the backbone of delivering those capabilities. So let's talk about that aspect in terms of giving people. Yeah, you know, I love this, the vision of a smart home. I love being in front of the security devices, but how do I get all those devices to work together and how does nice, you know, you know, act as the conductor, let's say, of bring that experience to the David,
0: it's a great it's a great question. And we're here at the CDIS show and the CDIS show is an integrator show. And many users may or may not have heard of, of technical integrators or these or the custom integration channel, which is really what CD is about. And this is a this is a group of companies. Um, that are all around the United States worldwide that are there to be the technology champions, the technology experts for our consumers that are trying to bring technology in their home. Honestly, even with a lot of the DIY stuff out there today, honestly, is not that simple to use. It still requires um, somebody to want to dig in and spend the time and effort to be able to put these things in. What our solution allows for is a professional installation uh, using these custom integrators that are around the globe that can come in, they can consult with the consumer, and they can really personalize that experience for that consumer. If they are more concerned about safety and security, about intelligent lighting, or power management, whatever they're concerned about, the integrator can work with them to deliver that experience. And that that experience gets delivered through our platform. And you know, one of the things we're talking about Smart Home, you'll see behind me, we're actually starting to call that nice, or we're calling it home management, because I think that more embodies that smart home has these, once again, these connotations go along with it. But this, this integrator can come into the home, talk to the consumer, and really personalize something that they don't get more than they want. They don't get things they're not looking for, but they get exactly what they want. And what they can do is bring in not only our own products on our platform, but they bring in many of it, even some of those DIY products that they would have purchased, bring those in and make them work cohesively. And what you get with that experience, and this is one of the other frustration parts that has happened with the DIY is you can open up a phone and you've got 16 different apps to control your home. Well I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say that is not simple. Uh, that most consumers would not rate that as simple. The, the the worst part about that is usually those apps can't talk to each other. So I can't have the the experience where based me me walking into the room I can turn on the lights and I can also turn on music in the room just by me being in the room. By walking out of the room those things then turn off behind me. That's so hard to do on these DIY solutions that are out there today. And that's what an integrator would do in working with our consumers to deliver that experience. And that is really what the CD show that we're here is all about.
1: Well, you, you know, you nailed it right there in that I don't think people get, you know, they love that everybody wants to do, do a DIY project. You know, and a lot you saw a lot of that during the pandemic because people were home and they figured, hey, let me let me see if I can go make my home smart. And a couple of things about that is that um, retailers uh the most the, the highest return product category within major retailers and I won't say who the name is, but I think people can guess who it is is uh, the smart home category and typically ninety five percent of that stuff that comes back to a retailer it's working perfectly it's just that they yeah. couldn't get it to work and you know the, 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 and the thing that's interesting to me about what nice does and its relationship with its integrators is that you know typically an integrator that you bring into your home to help integrate and install all this wonderful stuff is that you're going to have a lifelong relationship with that customer, that, that, that integrator. They know who you are. They know the pain points. They know they, the, the operative word here is customization, frankly, because a lot of the technology that's out there, it takes you hours and hours to customize it. You know, how you, for example, your lighting to work in your home. It's not everybody is the same. It's not just on and off. I mean, you might want to set different moods. There's different scenes. And having an integrated do that can save you so much time. And if there's a problem, obviously you have one throat to choke. Uh, so I think Nice does a wonderful job because of their, that, that 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 really legacy relationship uh, you have. And uh, you know, hopefully one day we'll get to the promised land. You know, maybe sometime at, at some point, this this Matters Smart Home Initiative will make a lot of that stuff. Uh, superfluous, but re- the reality is that it's still a bit of an in- integration challenge for the, for, the, for most consumers. The, would you agree with that?
0: It is. And, and that is one of the things that actually deterred a lot of consumers from thinking about these categories, is because they may have purchased a DIY product, got it home, and then found out it, it wasn't as simple to do as they thought. And and unfortunately, the displays in the, in the stores that you go into, and electronic stores, they show this experience. And then when you get home, you you actually can't achieve that because it's it's either too hard or it doesn't do exactly what they promised it could do. And right. what you get with with a professionally installed solution is you're you're going to get what you want. And it's it's never gonna exceed the capabilities of what it can do. That that installer and integrator is gonna work with that consumer to really make sure that it's it's really catered around that, that person. But they make they take all the complexity because well, the reality of it is that all of these devices and communicating with with all of these devices around the home, it, it's actually really complex. Um, manufacturers, there's some things out there that people may have heard of, like Matter is a term that gets thrown out a lot. Uh, those are those are he- meant to help that, but it, it's still going to be complex at the end of the day to get these things all to talk together. And I agree. someday I hope we get to the promised. Land. I've been waiting for the promised land for 20 years. I haven't seen it yet, and that's okay. We we can give you the promised land, but in this way. Um, what that integrator will do is really make sure those things all work together and you don't have to go through that hassle. But back to your point, that has been one of the deterrents. People get the stuff they take it home and it just doesn't do what they thought it would do or
1: what the promise of the product was in the first place. Right. Well, and the other thing is, before we go to the next topic, this, I want to squeeze a lot of this information in, is that security is becoming a big deal. Not, to, not Well, security, obviously, from a camera standpoint, from motion sensors, all that wonderful stuff. But I'm talking about security in that, you know, when you have 25 or 30 um, connected devices in your home, that rep- creates a wonderful opportunity for the bad guys to be able to get into your home. And having a professional installer that makes sure that you're using software that helps you protect the uh, protocols and the ability to hack a network to get into your home, that's, that's incredibly important. And I know that a really good integrators will help out with that uh, as well. Uh, let's hit the next topic here. So let's talk about a few of the good examples of best practices, you know that, and we've been talking around them and added uh, for a few moments. But from your perspective, or specifically from a builder's perspective, because it's so important, let's talk about some of those good examples that you'd like to kind of point out to the audience. Yeah. So we have a great builders program. We work
0: with builders all around the the country uh, to be able to put together programs for their consumers, and that scales all kinds of homes, all the way from Track homes are being built to the uber luxury homes that are being built. We have programs that span across that, and the best practice is we sit down with the builders. We we try to understand, you know, what is their what is their demographics of the people that they're going to be attracting them. What do they what do they look like? Who are they? What what are the types of are they families? Are they single? Are they in this age category? And from there, we know based on our experience and based on what we've seen. You know, the kinds of things that are going to kill those people. What, ultimately, what the builders is looking to do is to make sure that the homes they build are attractive to a purchaser. And so what they want to do is, is make sure that that's attractive. We work with them to make sure that the solutions that they're putting in that come from us are the kinds of things that are going to attract them. Now, we don't want to oversell it because you don't want to get into this house and it's like, well, that's not what I want at all, too. So we pay very close attention to where that demographic is that they're trying to focus in, and we do that. And that usually starts with, as you were as you were aptly mentioning in the pre- we were talking previously, is security. Security is a big part of what builders are putting into homes because consumers are expecting that. Yes. Consumers are expecting that that is there as a basal need of buying a home that it has that kind of capability built into it. A lot of builders have opted for that. Um, so that's one of the things that we that's where we typically start, and then we start to move into as we as we go up a little bit higher, and get into the luxury and uber luxury. Even at the higher end of the mid-market, you know, intelligent lighting control, distributed audio. I want to hear audio in all rooms of the house. I want to make this an immersive experience for my consumers. Um, as you get into the Uber luxury media rooms and home theaters and outdoor outdoor entertainment spaces and outdoor speakers, all of the things that we can do. And that's one of the thing, uh, things that make us unique. We have such a breadth and depth of products. We really can scale from a very simple economical solution all the way up to these these massive uber luxury solutions so as we sit down with the builder we go through that we understand their building designs and then we help put it into a, into terms that will communicate with the consumer. and that's usually around packages we put these packages together because a consumer doesn't know I, I need to have a thermostat in this room and i need to have speakers in this room and they need to have this over here and this over here. we put together packages this is an entertainment package this is a home security package this is a home comfort package this is a blinds and shades package so we put those kinds of things together. And then as that builder is talking to their, their consumer prospective purchaser of that home, much the same way they would do to choose tile or countertops or flooring, they can talk to them in an intelligent way about, here's the technologies you can also put in your home. So we start with this, and they usually start with, this is you have a security system that's put in, that's what you start with. But you can also scale and add and distribute audio. So you can have audio everywhere. You can have outdoor living. These are the types of things they'll build these packages that we work with them to put in place. So then, what you get from that is really this this story that allows you to then have this communication with the consumer it makes it make sense to them. But they also then understand what they're getting at the same time too. So once again, not getting more than they need, but getting one thing. And those are the best practices we found. It works. It's a it's a really tried and true formula that we have as we sit down with builders and work with them.
1: Well, and 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 let's make sure we state this is that. NiCE has a very expansive line of solutions. I mean we're not talking about well people who are only building five or ten million dollar homes should be talking about uh, an engagement with nice. I mean you guys play very well in affordable homes because again you know they're, they're from a uh, uh, some people may not need all the bells and whistles that someone at the, at the um, with a much more a larger home on a larger estate for example have and you really do you know have a, a wide i almost would say a big big you, you know—they use batman as a reference a big big wide utility belt uh of solutions that really scale multiple multiple price points from a home standpoint so that gives the builders a lot of um a lot of things to work with correct
0: it does and, and not only that but we also manufacture garage operators and gate operators and, and every home in north america i don't know home today is built without a garage <laughs> uh, and without a, without a garage door. So every home needs a garage door. We, we start there uh, also with builders. You're going to have to put a garage door on that. Let's make it one of our intelligent garage doors so you can start with that. And that allows the consumer, even if they don't do anything more, if that's where the builder decided they were going to stop. Now that the, the homeowner has a solution they can start to build from so that after they move into the home, they can go and say, you know, I do want to have a audio. Well, great. We already have a a garage operator that is part of this home management solution that you can build and put as part of that. So it's completely scalable. Um, as you mentioned, great entry level price points, and you can scale up from there.
1: Well, and and the last thing, and this is probably an obvious question, uh, an obvious um, an obvious observation before I uh, get to the next topic, is that the you know give us a sense because you've been at the show for the last couple of days the sense of enthusiasm that builders have about the smart home, because the reality is, is that the builders are su- are surprisingly, surprisingly sophisticated. They're not just great at building homes over the last 10 or 15 years. They've really acquired a very strong technical acumen. They don't want to deal with lots and lots of different players, which given Nice's reputations, c- again, I kind of want to throw at the choke, but give us a sense of their, um, their enthusiasm uh, enthusiasm about the smart home category just in general.
0: Yeah, so it's it's really high. Um, it started out with early adopters, the builders that were out there, kind of at the forefront of this because they saw this was coming. Uh, today, it's a necessity. Uh, the home buyer of today um, expects that as they purchase home, there's some technology in that. That even changes as we talk about demographics as well. Uh, the millennials that are into into the home purchasing process today, well into the home purchasing process today. It is an absolute expectation that there is technology in the home, and so not offering a product today as a builder of your homes that doesn't have technology as part of it is is a non-starter. So that's yes. the many the ones the ones that were in the early early development and and kind of the early adopter phase have had to come along into the process here, and that's also where we help them out. Um, a lot of builders there's still a little, there's some builders are still scared about what they're, what they're doing here and how it works. And they're worried. what they're also worried about is, you know, the typical builder model is I sell you a home and I want to hear from you 10 years from now when you want a new home. But in between that, I'm happy not hearing from you. Uh, that's just the way that model works. And they worry that if I put this in and if you, if you're, if you can't figure it out, if it's hard, that I'm going to get all these calls. And we take that worry out because we'll get suitable, intuitive solutions that we offer so we get that we'll put them ease about that. We put them at ease about how that process is going to work for the technology integration within the home so that they know that it's something that's not going to cause them headaches and, and cause them worry later. And so we're seeing a ton of enthusiasm. I, I wouldn't say there's a builder out there today that's not looking at putting technology in their home because it's become a necessity for them.
1: Right. And and I'm going to date myself when I say this. I remember when you were building a home 20 years ago. It was cons- considered sophisticated if you just had RJ45 K ca- uh, Ethernet cable it <laughs> in every room. The world has moved <laughs> significantly. Drastically past- in the last two decades. Past- past- and, not, and by the way, uh, and I th- I'm sure you would agree with this, is when someone's buying a home, um, especially a home that's been built over the last couple of years, they expect most homeowners or prospective homeowner buyers are expecting smart home technology to be integrated in the home. So it's a great resale um attribute as well let's talk a little Absolutely. bit about the um just the impact of smart technology i mean and we're not just talking about convenience so i can you know I can stream video all over the place and i can have gaming with my kids in one room and i can be watching a great movie in the other room and i have control cameras you know uh you know monitoring the perimeter of my home there's a an, an energy efficiency aspect that's incredibly important i live in good old california and believe me uh people who have smart homes and are monitoring their their use of energy um, have a huge advantage over people who are not doing that. There's a there's a, um, a obviously a security aspect of it. There's a sustainability aspect of it. So let's talk about that um, from those different um, um, uh, dimensions.
0: Yeah, I think this. Uh, I'll frame it in this way. And Mark, you're a good example of this since you're in California. So we've got kind of a perfect storm brewing here. So in the state of California, there putting regulation in place that after 2035 they're not going to sell another uh, fuel-powered vehicle, all electric vehicle like that. The existing grid cannot, explore, it cannot even really barely support the EVs that are in the market today. If you start to force that even higher, it's going to get worse. And, and honestly, the grid's not getting dramatically better between now and 2035. The, the perfect storm creates an opportunity. And that opportunity, is, I believe, and many others believe, the only way we're going to solve this is by using the power we have more efficiently and more effectively. And that is where we start to take home management and smart home technology and start to think about how are we using power. Let's make sure that we're not utilizing it incorrectly. Let's make sure we're not wasting power and make sure we're as efficiently using as possible, but also to do things like you know that EV charging I just mentioned. Let's make sure that the EV charging is done. During it, especially when you're on demand billing or in other areas in the country that are on demand rate billing, let's make sure that I only charge people when it's the lowest possible rate and only during that lowest possible rate. And if we choose, if it moves to another rate while I'm in the middle of a charge, it stops because I don't want to charge until I get to that minimum rate again. So there's things that we can do without the homeowner having to walk around and go, okay, how much energy is being used in the house? We'll do things like temperature offsets. We'll make sure the lights are off in the home make sure that audio videos up in rooms that people aren't listening or are, aren't in and not listening to and are at the same time too. And by measuring those, we can also see that, you know, as appliances age, the motors in them continue to cool more power and that actually becomes a problem. And you have an inefficient appliance in your home that you're unaware of because you just don't know, you know, your bill's high. You don't know why your bill's high, but you don't know what's causing that. And smart energy talking to smart appliances, consolidating that In fact, we just released a, a new feature here with the show where we could bring smart appliances into our home management solution and monitor the power to see what's going on with these devices. And you could see over this dishwasher is suddenly starting to to use more power. That might indicate that it has got some issue. I could then bring in bring in somebody maybe it just as a simple correction that needs to make to it from a service personnel to get it back to a place where it's not consuming as much electricity. And this is this is economical, but it's also, I, I believe, going to be a necessity as we continue to move further and further down uh, trying to get to energy independence from solar and wind and the other, the other renewable energy sources that we have, uh, that we're going to continue to face into this because it, it's not, it's not going to get dramatically better between now and when people are starting to make these conversions happen. So.
1: Well, And, Paul, just a quick plug on the whole smart appliances thing. I just recently replaced my entire kitchen back in October. And I was a little bit, you know, the the smart home advantages of having smart appliances are cool. But I was more interested in, hey, can it save me a few bucks? And my appliances, I I replaced everything. The oven, the kitchen, the dishwasher, the washer and dryer, all everything. If you can believe this, my energy utilization is down 22% year over year. Um, and of course I can't I can't impact the the price of a kilowatt that's 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 kind of set by the um, the utility companies out here. but without any I'm not using my my appliances any less. the utilization pattern has stayed the same, but it's been dramatic and so if, if people who are listening to this podcast, if they have appliances that are 10, 15 years old, it's a big I mean you will save a ton of money if you upgrade your appliances and it's wonderful to hear, that you're integrating that, the, the smart appliance category into your portfolio capabilities. That's interesting. Um, as we kind of come here to the end of the podcast, any last uh, messages you want to tell the audience?
0: Yeah, I think that if, if there are people who have not tried smart home, if they tried it and it was too hard, too complex, uh, too complicated, or they went, you know what? I'm not going to get value out of it. This is, this is one of those George Jetson things that I'm never going to use. It's never going to be very if they come take a look at what's out there, and I think there's lots of other companies as well, but I would say I put a plug for us at NiceForYou.com. is a great place to learn about what the art of the possible is. I would I would encourage them to take a look at it again. I think there, you could find that it's a way for you to enhance your life, to simplify your life, uh, to make sure you're safe and secure. and Everybody wants that today. And also to make sure that you're energy efficient and you're using the energy in the right way, but also to save money at the end of the day. I, I think there's reasons for you to be thinking about these categories. And, and rather than go it alone, because I think you could certainly dig into the, into the, uh, the DIY category and, and try to make it work and cobble it together. And maybe you can find some developer in, in Azerbaijan that's created some code that you could pull down and put on the software to make it work. But if, that's, if that just confused you, with what I was talking about, then the DIY is probably not for you. Uh, and, it, and it's honestly not for me at the, at the same time, too. I'll put myself in that same category. Talk to one of our talk to one of the creators out there. Talk that somebody who's part of the CD organization, the show that we're at today. They can really work with you and start to make something economical. It's what you want. It doesn't it doesn't give you bells and whistles you're not concerned about and aren't gonna enhance your life. Really give it a try. And at least do the research because I believe there's benefit in it for, for honestly, anybody listening to this, this podcast, I guarantee there's some use case that we could fill that would really enhance your life and, and make it worth the
1: value. Well, again, Paul, thanks again for taking the time to for today's podcast. That was a, that was a terrific uh, session. For a viewing and listening audience, thanks for making the Smart Tech Check podcast part of your day of commute. Please make sure that you hit the like and subscribe buttons at the end of today's podcast or use these on-screen QR codes to with and follow up with some information on the products offered by NICE. If you can also follow me on X, commonly known as Twitter, at Nice. And until next time... Nick and Paul, have enjoy the rest of your show. i see you. Mm-hmm. See you.